Hey there, welcome to day one of our 40-day spiritual journey. I'm so grateful that you've decided to go on this journey with me. I love popping up and doing these random challenges and journeys just to increase our spiritual walk, our spiritual maturity, and our faith in our Father. I love this particular journey written by Rick Warren, an amazing author who really had purpose to a science. It all leads back to God and the Word of God. I'm so excited for us to go in on this journey. Let's start. It all starts with God. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, everything got started in Him and finds its purpose in Him. Colossians 1.16 It's not about you. The purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment, your peace of mind, or even your happiness. It's far greater than your family, your career, or even your wildest dreams and ambitions. If you want to know why you were placed on this planet, you must begin with God. You were born by His purpose and for His purpose. The search for the purpose of life has puzzled many people for thousands of years. That's because we typically begin at the wrong starting point, ourselves. We ask self-centered questions like, what do I want to be? What should I do with my life? What are my goals, my ambitions, my dreams for my future? But focusing on ourselves will never reveal our life's purpose. The Bible says it is God who directs the lives of his creatures. Everyone's life is in his power. Contrary to what many popular books, movies, and seminars tell you, you won't discover your life's meaning by looking within yourself. You have probably tried this already. You didn't create yourself, so there is no way you can tell yourself what you were created for. If I handed you an invitation you had never seen before, you wouldn't know its purpose, and the invitation itself wouldn't be able to tell you either. Only the creator of the owner's manual could reveal its purpose. I once got lost in the mountains. When I stopped to ask for directions to the campsite, I was told, You can't get there from here. You must start from the other side of the mountain. In the same way, you cannot arrive at your life's purpose by starting with a focus on yourself. You must begin with God, your creator. You exist only because God's will is that you exist. You were made by God and for God. And until you understand that, life will never make sense. It is only in God that we discover our origin, our identity, our meaning, our purpose, our significance, and our identity. Every other path leads to a dead end. Many people try to use God for their own self-actualization, but that is a reversal of nature and is doomed to failure. We were made for God, not vice versa. And life is about letting God use you for his purpose, not you're using him for your own purpose.
The Bible says obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the open, into a spacious free life. I've read many books that suggest ways to discover the purpose of life. All of them could be classified as self-help books because they approach the subject from a self-centered viewpoint. Self-help books, even Christian ones, usually offer the same predictable steps to finding your life's perspective. Consider your dreams, clarify your values, set some goals, figure out what you're good at, aim high, go for it, be disciplined, believe you can achieve your goals, involve others, and never give up. Of course, these recommendations often lead to great success. You can usually succeed in reaching a goal if you put your mind to it. But being successful and fulfilling your life's purpose are not all in the same issue. You could reach all of your personal goals, becoming a raving success by the world standard, and still miss the purposes for which God created you. You need more than self-help advice. The Bible says self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to finding yourself, your true self. This is not a self-help book or journey. It is not about finding the right career, achieving your dreams, or planning your life. It is not about how to cram more activities into an overloaded schedule. Actually, it will teach you how to do less in life by focusing on what matters most. It is about becoming what God created you to be. How then do we discover the purpose you were created for? You have only two options. Your first option is speculation. This is what most people choose. They conjure, they guess, they theorize. When people say, I've always thought life is dot, 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 they mean this is the best guess I can come up with. For thousands of years, brilliant philosophers have discussed and speculated about the meaning of life. Philosophy is an important subject and has its uses, but when it comes to determining the purpose of life, even the wisest philosophers are just guessing. God has not left us in the dark to wonder and guess. He has clearly revealed his five purposes for our lives through the Bible. It is our owner's manual explaining why we are alive how life works, what to avoid, and what to expect in the future. It explains what no self-help or philosophy, philosophy book could know. The Bible said God's wisdom goes deep into the interior of his purposes. It is not the latest message, but more like the oldest. What God determined as the way to bring out his best in us. God is not just the starting point of your life. He is the source of it. To discover your purpose in life, you must turn to God's word, not the world's wisdom. You must build your life on eternal truths, not pop psychology, successful motivation, or inspirational stories. The Bible says it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living, 
part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. This verse gives us three insights into purpose. One, you discover your identity and purpose through a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you don't have such a relationship, I will later explain how to begin one. Two, God was thinking of you long before you ever thought about him. His purpose for your life predates your conception. He planned it before you existed without your input. You may choose your career, your spouse, your hobbies, and many other parts of your life, but you don't get to choose your purpose. The purpose of life fits into a much larger cosmic purpose that God has designed for eternity. That's what this book is about. You may have felt in the dark about your purpose in life. Congratulations. About, you're about to walk into the light. Okay, I loved, loved, loved chapter one. It really was just a slap in the face to get out of ourselves. Put down ego, set aside pride, open our hearts and minds, and be willing to have our capacity of our spirit man increase. I posted some things in our community about day one. You got an audio message from the author himself elaborating and showing some examples of others that were changed in seeking their purpose through this method. You also got a printout that you could download, you could print, um, and you could use to further study today's topic of purpose. Today's topic is obviously thinking about your purpose. You got a point to ponder, which is, it's not about me. Let me tell you, that was a slap in the face. (laughs) You also got a verse to remember, which is Colossians 1 and 16 that says everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. So in order for us to even think or consider about purpose, we must go to the source. And so I believe that through this journey, we will get well connected with the source. If we don't have consistent quiet time with God, if we don't have a routine or schedule, this will definitely create the habit. They say it takes about 21 days to create a habit. During those 21 days, there are grooves in the brain that are created, which will keep us on that consistent routine. Think about work. We get up for it, we prepare for it, and we hardly are ever late for it. It's a groove or a pattern that is put into our way of life, and we operate that way. If we follow these steps and apply ourselves, if we study the scriptures and really ponder on the things that are presented every day in the 40 days, I guarantee you, you'll see change. The question to consider for today is, in spite of all the advertising around me, how can I remind myself that life is really about living for God and not myself? I feel like for me, the answer is, look back on my self-inflicted wounds. I call them my self-inflicted wounds because they're decisions that I have made that have always ended out in poor, poor, poor everything, right? I make a choice with my finances and I'm in debt or I have a low credit score. I make a choice in a relationship and I end up hurt. I make a choice in a purchase and I end up further in debt. 
right? And so for me, I've experienced enough self-inflicted wounds that I'd rather go after God and see what he has to say about the matter and really practice the scripture that says, not my will, but your will be done. But truly say, not my will, God, because my will has not really produced much. And maybe some things have been great, and maybe I have a good life compared to others, but there's still a lot missing. It's kind of that once you get something, there's always something else you're aspiring to go after, or you're setting the the mark or the standard up higher, but never really achieving or filling that empty space. I believe that this is going to help us find it. I can't wait to talk to you guys tomorrow and see what more we have in day two. Bye now.